And welcome back to the Middle of the Map Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Harrison, a.k.a. Ghost. If you didn't know, well, now you know. And today, this is the final and third part of the interview with Edgewater Legend, or formerly known as Edgewater Legend. This interview is an hour episode filled with a lot, a lot of juicy details. We're talking about stuff that he's going to do in the future. We're talking about his experience as being a teacher. We're talking about his latest album, Hits. Man, it's a lot of one-on-one content in this episode. And also, there's a big surprise and reveal somewhere in this episode. And I'm pretty sure you probably need to listen to the very end to figure out what it is i promise you it's not a waste of time i mean the last reveal i had it was a free t-shirt so i mean let's see what this episode provides for you but without further ado without wasting no more of your time number one go ahead and like the podcast subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet and then let's go ahead and hop in this episode Bro, I just got so lost in your answer, I totally forgot the question. I was looking like, yes, uh-huh. But no, basically, like, how was that job experience? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> I hate that. So, now, no, no, no. Positives. I'm always a silver lining person, Come on, right? talk to him. I, I, I always can find something it's, good it's, about it's the shit, right? It's half full. Um, glass is half full, right? Uh, Mad. F- fucking funny ass memes fucking nigga <laughs> interviewing for this lay shit and he was like is the glass half empty or half full so i think it's completely full it said you're hired <laughs> um, the wrong answer is the best answer the wrong answer is the best answer but i it, it was terrible but the good thing about it was like i didn't have to wear like I, I could pretty much wear whatever i wanted so i would show up in there and like um now the, the way that they did that was they would take a certain percentage of your check and donate it to this charity which i was okay with whatever um but i could on wear, top of taxes yeah it, it was a small percentage. Just small. Uh, I was And knowing what I know now, you can write the charitable donations off on your taxes. So mm-hmm. fuck that. I ain't tripping. Oh, well, but, it ends well. I was well, it ends well. But like, I, I could wear whatever I wanted. Like on the phones, I had the headset and it was connected to the phone, but I could get up and walk around. So I had a basketball. I used to just walk around, and just dribble and just kind of just talk to people just on the phone. But like, again, selling shit. I hate it. Like I hate when salespeople, especially especially now since I've been trained. Yes. Like once you, if people that have been through sales training, they'll know. Like once you go through some, I'm a, yeah, do your thing. I'm, I'm a, just, I am. Once you once you go through sales training, you can you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well leave it be. You know when a motherfucker is trying to sell you some shit. Of course. So like one thing that they taught us was like don't use uh use these words instead of these words because these, these words are guests. These are not customers. Right. Like like, like shit like, like that. Like let's like be don't real. Say, when do your guests pay for stuff? What type of guest service are you giving? These are customers. Don't, right, that, that, <laughs> they, they would tell us shit like, "Don't say like 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 when they ask about price or or, or when you when you try to sell them or something, say we're gonna we're, we're gonna set you up with our most aggressive, right? Not most expensive, right? But we're gonna set you up with our most aggressive package. Of course, the most the aggressive one, verbiage, right? <laughs> the, the connotation is what I try to teach my kids. The the thoughts and feelings, the connotation, the thoughts and feelings these words present. So like. It, it it was cool. I got shit out of it because I learned some shit. But like mm-hmm. doing the actual job, I fucking hated it. Especially in in training, you you're you're on like cold calls. So what cold calls are? So oh the job was God. nigga. The job was selling credit repair service to motherfuckers. So for those of you who don't know, credit you need credit to do a lot of shit. 
buy a house, buy a car, buy, buy a car sometimes even, you know, to get certain jobs, re- get certain to. jobs, rent, rent an apartment, shit like that. So what the company was selling was it was a service where they would go look at people's credit reports and attempt, right? They would make attempts, right? Because it was illegal for motherfuckers to actually claim that we can get this shit off for you because that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. They would go in the company and you can really do it yourself. Yep. You can dispute certain items that are on your credit report and try to get them taken off. Right. So that's basically what we were selling. We were selling this service to motherfuckers. And so people would the, the in training you you would get cold calls. So what would call, what the cold calls were were people were would call certain companies, like let's say they're calling this lender to try to get approved for a mortgage, or they're calling this lender to try to get approved for a car. They, the, the the lender would tell them, oh, your credit is is so and so, it's not good enough. So we're gonna transfer you over here. And boom, they would transfer them to me, right? Because they need to get their credit fixed. Right. The people wouldn't really know what they were getting transferred to. So they would think after they were done with me, they were they were gonna they be were qualified. To go. yeah. They were good to go, they'd yeah, be qualified to get the house. Right? Like they were certified <laughs> and shit. So it's like <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> right. It's like a like, staples button. <laughs> Nah, only if life was so sweet, bro. <laughs> and so, like, and so, like, trying to sell motherfuckers on some shit that they didn't even know that they was finna get transferred to in the first place, nigga. No, <laughs> look, I mean, it's kind of smart because they was already trying to spend money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, let's spend money to help you spend mm-hmm. that money you was go spend in the long run. Now, and and here's the here's the main reason I couldn't sell the shit, bro. Like, people would be like. People be like, like it would be motherfuckers who was down bad, bro. Like, like really don't. And I'm like, I can't sit up here and convince you, cause me, right, a nigga that's not in your situation <laughs> is looking at this shit like, damn, that shit expensive. <laughs> you could have been the wolf of OKC, bro, the wolf of MLK. I can't sit up here and be like, the yeah, you MLK, need man. this shit. You need it, bro. I couldn't, I can't do it. Especially when you telling me that you down bad and you can barely afford, like, you, you the, the the main way that you paying for shit is through your social security and that shit don't hit until we, I'm like, I can't sit up here and convince you that you need to give us $120 a month. Yeah. Like, nigga, I'm not, like, that's not, Facts. that's just, that's just not who I mm-hmm. am, bro. So the funny story about that, bro, I was there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So my parents have trained me. Both of my parents have master's degrees. I rap. I say to black black with two parents. Yes, I'm an anomaly because if you look at the number of black people with two parents who each have master's degrees, it's not not going to be a very high number. Mm-hmm. Which fuck America for that. But um, like both of my parents have master's degrees, so like they train me to be really professional, a professional being when dealing with, you know, jobs and things of that sort. So whenever I leave a job, I give a two weeks notice. Right. What I didn't know <laughs> is that when you give a two weeks notice while you're in training, <laughs> it's an immediate termination. <laughs> so you didn't have no comment. See, common sense ain't that common because you thought you thought we we're gonna train you to do the job that you're about to quit in two weeks? The I can tell you don't like math because your math ain't mathing right now. My math <laughs> was not <laughs> mathing, my nigga. It was not mathing. Yeah, so on the on the on the fourth week, on my fourth week, nigga, 
Because the training was four weeks, nigga. <laughs> on the fourth week of training, I came in that Monday and gave my two weeks notice. Only Now, the only reason I gave my two weeks notice is because um, I had, um, I want to say I had, I had already gotten, did I already, had I already gotten a job in Millwood? I believe I had already gotten a job in Millwood at that time. So I, I gave my two weeks notice. And so what happened was that same day they called me in. They said, yeah, when you give a two weeks notice during the training, uh, it's me determination. And so, nigga, they let me go. But the beautiful thing about that was I had already, um, my bills were already paid. And I pretty much just got two weeks off until I started my new job. So God, 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 God was like, God was like, so, so, cause I was, I was trying to like, I, I, I get it. You know, like all my life I've been like saying, you know, like being a teacher was the one thing that I, that was consistent throughout my life. That's what I wanted to do. But I was young, I was like, oh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an investor. I want to be, I want to be this. I was, I was focused on the money while my whole, the whole, my whole life, God was like, nigga, you're supposed to be a teacher. I got two aunts on my dad's side, teacher. Another one of my aunts, fucking doctor, professor, like at Ohio State. Uh, my granddad, the Ohio State, look at the that. Ohio <laughs> State University, nigga. My granddad was an English teacher and a preacher. So it's like God was like, nigga, you're supposed to be a teacher. You're in that and, vein. And, and so like, I feel like once I got, once I, once I went for that teaching job and got it, God was like, here, bro, you finally stopped running. Let me reward you. Take two weeks and chill. So I was like, all right, all right, God, bet. So you go from progression to the two-week break, bless, you know, you got your bills paid, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to Millwood High School. Now, you know this is the middle of the map podcast oh, wait, actually, based actually, in Oklahoma. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fall, go ahead, go no, ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. What, I, I, I didn't have a job in Millwood. So really, God really looked out. Let, let, me, let, let me really, really, really tell it. So like... I put in the two weeks because I was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't fucking with it. I'm just going to find me another job. And so they let me go. And so within that two weeks, I ran into my guy Crawford. Shout out my guy Proverb. And he's the one also that be hosting the poetry. Dope poetry, we talk, dope we talk, poetry or night. Dope poetry, excuse me. Dope poetry night. And so um, I, I ran into him at the Tower Theater and he was like, He's like, bro, yeah, I, I applied in Millwood, bro. You should apply. Because at that point, I was only applying for teacher's assistant position because I didn't have an education degree. I wasn't certified. So I was like, I can't be no teacher. And so he's like, bro, apply at Millwood. So I applied, got the job. And so shout out to shout out to Crawford, man. Like I I, I tell him that all the time. I'm like, thank you for telling me to apply. That, that changed my life, bro. So, but go ahead. No, I was going to say, like we said, this is the middle of the map podcast mm -hmm. for all our people that's listening from Oklahoma. They know exactly what type of school Millwood is, where Millwood is located. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of explain Millwood to someone that's not from Oklahoma. How would you explain that school to them? Oh, it's black as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of black shit going on, you know, um, black teachers black principals so i'll start i'll start from from the from the tippity top so millwood is its own school district um within oklahoma city public schools but it's its own school districts the elementary school middle school and a high school all on one campus um and yes 99.9 percent african-american student population like 
Like we like I I can literally count the number of white students we have on one hand, white Hispanic. Um, I mean, uh, you know, our, our our population is growing and diversifying, but it's 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 a, it's a predominantly black school. Um, and so I love it. I love teaching there. You know, like one thing that I tell my students all the time is like, yo, I love y'all. I love standing up here being your teacher. So like, I take you through my little classroom routine. <laughs> so I have I have what's called a callback. All my teacher, if any teacher peeps are listening, they know what a callback is. But a callback, um, I'll, my callback is, I'll start, I will say, first things first, as soon as better, I'll say, first things first, yo, class, I'll call, I call it my classroom choir. I yeah. say, yo, classroom choir, talk to me. Yo, class. I'll say, yo, class, and I'll say, you're, and so I'll do like this, and some of them, they'll, they'll hold it, and then I'll... And then I'll stop. And okay. So, you know, it's okay. Just, it's I like nice it. Little, nice little thing in the morning. And then I'll say second thing, second, good morning or good afternoon, whichever one it is. And I'll say good morning or good afternoon. And I'll say third things, third. Um, always honored, blessed to stand in front of you all as your teacher. And then boom, we'll we'll get forward to what we're doing. And I I think it's important, bro, because like going to St. John, you know what I'm saying? Like this this little nigga right here. You know what I'm saying? He had he had black teachers that loved him and cared about him, not just as a student, but as a person. And so I really, really make that in, in, in an important part of, or try to, as best I can, make that an important part of, of who I am as a teacher with my students in the classroom. Like, y'all, I care about y'all as people, you know? So we'll, we'll stop. Like, if I'm teaching something and they say something, like, maybe about life that I feel like they're misinformed on or that we need to talk about, bro, we'll stop. I'll stop my whole lesson. Let's, let, let's have a conversation about this. Let's talk about this. Because I'm here to... I'm I'm here to teach y'all, like whether it's about English or about life. Y'all gonna come in this room and you gonna leave with some new information. You gonna learn something here. You gonna learn today. You, know, you gonna learn today. Like, so, <laughs> you know, I, I I just try to just just try to you know like just I I get to be a black teacher to black kids. I, I love it, bro. I love it. I get to be what I had, you know. So so explain beautiful. some of the challenges, you know, going from literally basically just getting done finally getting done mm -hmm. being a student mm -hmm. to now you're wearing up the opposite pants where you're the teacher man so the first two years you know how they say don't go in there trying to be the kids friends yeah yeah i went in there trying to be the kids friends almost cost me my job man i gotta be honest i gotta keep it a buck it was yeah like it, yeah Yeesh. yeah bro it was it was just you know it you know i was young fresh 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 out of fresh out of college you know what i'm saying so trying to discipline students who are literally about to be freshmen in college you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah so I, I i went in there with too 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 friendly of an attitude too you know too lenient you know not 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 strict enough and all of that so just just you know um it was a challenge. It was a challenge. You know, I, I really went in there wanting to be liked. You know, like I wanted mm -hmm. to be wanted to be the cool teacher. You know, I'm I still am the youngest one there, but uh, now, and and I, I was teaching juniors and seniors my first you know two years there, and so after the first two years we got uh, a change in leadership. And so with that change in leadership, I shifted. Excuse me, I shifted to teaching freshmen, and so. Now teaching freshmen and now, you know, learning from the mistakes that I've made in the past. Now I'm like, yo, I you're 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 gonna like me because I'm a good teacher 
and because you 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 can tell that I have respect for you as a student as a person and because I want you to learn. You're not going to like me because oh I'm cool and I talk to you I I let you talk about this and we talk about this and this and that. No. Right? We we education first. And man, foremost. education first. So yeah. let's talk about something very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think you know, you got your NBA players that drop albums during the season. You know what I'm saying? But you dropped Get Money, Eat Waffles mm-hmm. during the school year. I did. I did. Talk about that interaction as far as, did you promote that too? Oh, your man, kids? what? Bro, so, so listen. What was their, their listen, feedback man, on that? Listen, man, I got, my my students my, my students are goaded, man. So when we play Kahoot, Sometimes, so to answer the question, yes, yes. I did promote that to my to I, I promote to my students all the time. I tell I tell them my I told them my rap name. I tell them you know what I'm saying when I got projects dropping and stuff like that. And you know they'll tap in with me. They'll listen to them. You know they'll they'll tell me what they think. You know I'm no I'm no young boy or nothing like that. So they ain't bumping me every day and all yeah. of that. But they'll they'll tap in. They'll be like, yeah, Mr. Johnson that was pretty hard. I was, you know because they don't expect their teacher to be you know good at, at rapping. Yeah. So like, Mr. Johnson. Mr. Joss, yeah, Mr. Joss, you hard, you okay? You can rap, you can rap. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm aware of this. He's like, I'm, I might been doing this well, for a while. I, 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 I might have, might have put in a few, few little hours or something. But um, yeah, no, I, I definitely promote to him. So now, like when we, when we play Kahoot, sometimes some of their, some of their, uh, one of their Kahoot names sometimes be Edgewater Legend, like some real ones, real, real ones, real ones. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it, it was great. You know, like. Um, just just being able to to tap in with the youth and give them give them some some music that's you know relatable in the sense that the beats are hard, you know, and 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 niggas are, are flowing. But I'm actually talking about some shit. I'm mm-hmm. really saying some real life shit. And even if I am just rapping, it's not just about you know shooting niggas and all of that. Like. Much love to NLE. Love NLE. Niggas and rap his ass off. But I'm like, I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't listen to the album, bro. I'm like, every single, every single song <laughs> is about shooting niggas. Every song. Good goddamn. I mean, hey. <laughs> he knows what works for him and his fan base. Right, so he right, right, it right, like right. I can't you know, <laughs> no, I can't I can't I can't be too too upset at it. Um but yeah, so I, I I love I love being you know in the in the classroom and and, and talking to the students about the music and, and and all of that man it's dope it's dope. So no, that's great. Now, what I really wanted to talk about because I know Get Money Eat Waffle was five tracks, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then you now have Hoodies in the Summer, aka Hits. You Come know on, what I'm saying? Let's talk about the acronyms. LP. You know what I'm saying? I'm so saying. um. You definitely with this one. I've listened to this album at least four, five, six, seven times. I appreciate it. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you can't just hop into an interview with somebody and not go do do your diligent background work. You know what I'm saying? And like, honestly, only two of those times was just like recently where I had to, you know, refresh Mm -hmm. myself. But like, just because I enjoyed the album, I listened to it that many times. Um, One thing I really didn't notice until recently. It's the 
transition or the album organization. Let's talk about because it, man, the structure. The structure. Thank the you. The structure, the because sequencing of the album. Talk about it. Ask your question. Like for me, for me, mm-hmm. what I've seen or what I've heard was at the beginning, it came off very like energetic, very upbeat, very upbeat. And then in the middle, it's still kind of upbeat, but it's not, you can tell it's slowing down. And then we get to those last two songs, Worth It and Muddy Water. It's it's a whole different, I can't say it's like a whole different you, but you showing a different side, um, different topics. Um, what was really your thought process going into that? And the way you're shaking your head, I'm guessing that was intentional. <laughs> you, sir, are going to go very far in this business because you asked the important questions. Thank yes. you. I appreciate that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It was very, very intentional. Man, I'm so glad you asked that. Yes. So um, sequencing, man, I got I, I to gotta shout out uh, LTZ. Because, you know, one of the conversations, I've had many, many conversations with that man over years. And one of the conversations that, you know, he talked about is, especially when you're performing, because I uh, all of my music is is like I think about the performance aspect of it. Right. Um, you have to take people on a journey, you know, like you you because life is a journey and music is a auditory chronicle of life. So, like, you have to take people on that journey. So, y- yes, I now. With that being said, yes, I did take people, you know, from right here to boom, and we we, we just kind of kind of chilled. This next one, I'm taking them. I'm starting right here, and we're gonna build up. Only because I feel like I want songs like "Worth It" and "Muddy Water." You know what I'm saying? And never change. I want songs like those to get more recognition, more shine. Pun not intended, <laughs> but I, I I want songs like those to to you know I want that side of me that vulnerable side of me to really be shown more. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas know that I can rap. I'm I can turn say, up. I can. I'm gonna stop you r- real quick because it's funny that you said that because I guess I could talk about it real quick. Mm-hmm. I've been like for me, I write music as well, but mm-hmm. it's not like something I'm seriously doing. But a song, a track that I've been like patiently working on is transparency and it's really inspired by your brother and teasy because when you listen to them rap they're very transparent with everything that they're going through Mm -hmm. did you have that were you influenced as well by them i'm I'm assuming you are because obviously you're closer to them than i am but that is something like they just listen to their music it really like made me confident that you can go speak yeah, your yeah, vulnerable yeah. side and still create good music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very much so, man. Like, like Worm, shout out to Worm. That's my like my blood brother. I, I love that man because he puts his heart and his soul into everything that he does with this music. You know what I'm saying? And everything that he's going to get, he definitely, definitely from this music, you know, he definitely, definitely deserves it. He's putting his ten thousand hours. But 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 yeah, you know, Worm for sure and, and not just Worm, but like, you know, other uh, other artists definitely just like because I, I go through a time where or, or, or a moment where I'm like, and we all do, we're like, man, nobody cares what I have to say, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not a, like, I go through this time, or, or moments where I feel like everything that I say has to be a bar, a witty, catchy punchline, but it's like, no. Sometimes you, you just got to speak that real. Sometimes you <laughs> got to speak that real, you know what I'm saying? And that's that, That's where I'm going with, with, uh, with Lane, with living as myself every day, is getting more comfortable and saying like, yo, 
not everything has to be a fucking bar. Like sometimes you can say same and lame and fame, nigga, and it just be some <laughs> it just be some real shit. But it hits just the same as if you would have said a crazy triple entendre mm-hmm. type, you know. Because me is you know a lover of words and like a real real true lover of the rap shit, bro. Like when niggas just be rapping, rapping, like. I want my shit sometimes just be like that. Like that that Tyler the Creator shit that called me when you get lost. That nigga's rapping. He's just <laughs> like the nigga's just rapping, bro. It's great. And so a lot of times I want my shit to be like that. But I have to get out of that mindset and sometimes it'll be like, yo, you need to also give people just this basic shit, mm-hmm. but it's it's real and it's gonna hit. I said that's where it really hit the soul. Yeah. So, I mean, another thing. I really, because it's it's going with the progression mm-hmm. of the album, the sequencing of the album, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, <laughs> at the beginning, it comes off. One thing you said, like when you were in high school, you people would never known you weren't confident, mm-hmm. and really just going through that progression, like we already spoke about, like you really weren't, mm-hmm. like you had the low self esteem, and you had to work on that. This album off rip, you come off like. Yeah, all I'm that here. shit is gone. I'm like, here, like it's a it's a different mental shift. You know what I'm saying? Because me personally, like we're all in the same. Well, we're both obviously the same age, mm-hmm. still working on finding ourselves, going through the same process yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I really felt that, and I, I really, I really you. felt that it was authentic I because I know you. what an authentic growth looks and feel like because I, I, i'm going through it myself i appreciate it man uh number one i'm happy for you thank you but number two what made you just want to come out here and be like i'm on their head and i'm letting them know like you let them know real aggressively like let's go back to progression you're right. you're aggressive you're most aggressive yeah you know what i'm saying like you came out real aggressively um, on the tracks what why like 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 i said earlier bro like seeing currency and like all these other artists that i've really been watching since middle listening to watching since middle school get they 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 time in the light and they shine and they mainstream attention you know like i was like you know what fuck it bro if i put my head down and really do this shit Who's to say that I cannot, like, if I stay consistent on this shit five years, seven years, to hell, it's going to Big Sean run 10 years. Who's to say that I can't have that moment and be there and do that? And I, like, day by day, bro, I'm really believing that more and more, almost to the point where, like, I'm starting to get frustrated because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there and I feel like, all right, bro, like, it's almost it's almost to the point where you 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 got to get sick of your own shit, like yes, like you got to look yes. at yourself and be like, you know what, nigga, the shit that you be on, you be on some bullshit. That's the hardest conversation to have. Is like looking that at honest, yourself that honest that honesty and looking at yourself and be like, you know what, maybe you do need to stop smoking for a little bit, you know, and just focus up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get your get get your shit together. Do what you need to do. Like maybe you do need to start working out stop making excuses and get up and do xyz you know maybe you do need to start practicing the piano five minutes a day you know what i'm saying like it gets to the I, I'm, I'm getting to the point where i'm like you know what i'm sick of my own shit i i'm i'm i'm, I'm sick of not being where i feel like i should be and i and, and i'm sick of feeling like the only reason i'm not there is because of things that i could be doing differently or better with my time you know what i'm saying so it's like that's why i came out and I'm like, you know what? 
all right, bro. Let me really let me let me really get on these niggas, man. Another thing I noticed, man. We talked. You already talked about Spitter. You've been talking about Spitter, mm-hmm. but the most apparent artists that I feel influence not only your flow, and for the people that don't know, he also produces his beats, like he said earlier. It's Yay. I feel a lot of soulful yay in that album. Hey man, listen, listen. You know what I'm saying? I miss the old Kanye. Straight from the gold train, Kanye. Chop up the soul. Oh, Kanye. Kanye, come on, man. You know, so I I I'm I'm very, yeah, yeah. Very, very much so yay influenced, soul chops, um, just very boom bap. Like I love, I love Griselda, I love Spitter, I love Larry June. Um it's crazy hey, though hey, because hey, 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 it's crazy hey. though because I like I like Trap Larry a whole lot more than I like, you know what I'm saying, F- Groovy Larry. Everybody loves Groovy Larry. Trap Larry is fucking hard. Like, like the Diller Part 3 Larry? Bro, like, like, trap. like hey, nigga, hey, yes. Like, I don't know if you heard the, uh, the, the You're Doing Good tape. You're doing good. It's early in the trap, but you're here for sixteen hundred. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, bro. like that. That Larry trap Larry is hard, you know. But again, it's artists like Larry June who I who I found out about in like probably like twenty fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Twenty sixteen. Wow. Like seeing that nigga, I'm like, bro, I can do this shit. There's no reason that I can't do this shit. There's no reason at all. Like I don't like and 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 it, it, go, going back to my transplant, bro. I was on I was on a transplant. So if anybody knows anybody that, that that's like had any sort of organ transplant or needs any sort of organ transplant, that list, nigga, you're on that list for quite some time. I was only on a list for seven months. Blessings. Blessings. You know what I'm saying? And like. After 10 surgeries, 12 surgeries, I've had my kidney for 20 years, bro. Like, if God can bring a nigga through that, who are you to tell me that I cannot be a famous musician? Like, what What, do you, what are y'all telling me right now? <laughs> I say, you know what's a, a, a thing I just thought about, though? What? It's like, earlier you said you're... You can't lie. You can relate to this mm-hmm. newer generation. You're an instant gratification person. Mm-hmm. But you also said God just brought you through this process, mm-hmm. a very long process. Mm-hmm. So you've shown to have the patience, but that was your life on the line. Uh, so it's a little different. Yeah. Uh, how is this going to work as far as with this music thing? Like, how do you feel? Because I understand, like, when you have something, you're locked on something, you're going to pursue it yeah. but it's easily to doggedly get, like it's easy to get just distracted mm-hmm. and just like it's not working year in it's not working like i've been in this like a year mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they they always say you overestimate what you can do in a year underestimate what you can do in two but what has helped you really just keep this progression and keep that positive thoughts coming because you know there's you can just be sitting at the house mm-hmm. playing a game, and then you just have one random thought, and it's Ooh, it's just yeah, everything down. Um, and, and and I still do have moments like that, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, I still, I definitely still have moments of of immense doubt and disbelief. Um, one thing that has helped me, I I, I started going back to church like regularly, um, you know, um, and just just faith, bro, like. 
It's almost something that's that's ineffable, you know. Mm-hmm. Fuck happy. Can't be, <laughs> I, like, like I, I can't, I can't, I can't express it. You know, it's it's just when you. I okay, so so, I, and I don't know if you ever had this. You ever like seen something in your head, and then like it happened in real life? Yeah, nigga. So that shit has happened to me so many times that now I'm like. You niggas can't tell me that I can't get to the shit that I see in my head. It ain't it ain't no way you niggas is telling me <laughs> not a chance. T- bro, not a chance. Like, so it, it it's it's just a knowing. Like when I I don't know if you've ever seen that that clip of Jay-Z when he said he said sometimes it's it's just certain like when you find that thing that you just know, like you just know that this is what you're 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 what where you're supposed to be or what you you're supposed to be doing, chase that, follow like I just, I just know. Like I see it. It's I, I see it, bro. Like I see myself on. Does it make you scared? The dream yes. so big that it, it makes yes, your heart bro. drop. Yes, because <laughs> like and 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 I, I I didn't understand why until I realized like you'll never understand why you're so scared to get there until you accept the fact that you're supposed to get there. Then you'll understand why you're so scared to get there. Because you're not sure that you're gonna know what the fuck to do with all of that. I mean, I, but we still we can claim we we know what to do with it, but right, we won't know but, till but, the time is there. Yeah, in it, our face. It, it, exactly. And, and and even the motherfuckers that's, that's claiming it, uh, like like even me, bro. When I say like like uh, shout out to my manager Osiris, he always asks me. He's like he 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 say he said, bro, you can't tell me right now that if we on tour. And you, we, you, you a headlining tour, and you on stage, and you see a baddie in the front row, and you point her out, and you know you point her out, you tell her to come backstage and slop you off. You know she doing it. You can't sit up <laughs> here and tell me right now that you not finna do that. And I've said multiple, man, like, and, and this was when I was in my relationship. I'm like, man, I'm not finna do that. But again, niggas ain't never had that. You ain't never been there, yeah. right? So how you gonna say, you know? You know, you, you so like that's why you 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 that, that's that's why we get so scared because we're like okay I've accepted the fact that this is where I'm supposed to be and I know that I'm gonna get there but damn I'm scared that when I get there I'm not gonna know how to keep it. That's that's a big fear. Hey, but like they said, like and this and this can relate. You only gotta blow once. You only got to get rich once. You only need to be right one time, nigga. Now, here and and and, and here's the here's the crazy thing that like, and I'm so happy that I'm understanding like all of these. And, and again, the Bible is the only parallel that I can use. Is you know, it's, it's it's what I know. Like, the thing that you that that's kind of quelling my fear right now, and that's why I'm trying to learn to like you know be disciplined and manage what I have now. Oh, humble servant, you've been faithful over few things. Mm. Come on up. You know what I'm saying? Come on up. Level up. Level you, up, you, yeah. You, you, you handle this right here. You got this. All right, bet. Boom. Level up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that that's the thing that keeps motivating me and pushing me. It's just like, if I can handle this and continue to 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 to, to keep this in order and manage this and put continue to do my best and let him do the rest. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on up. Let's go. You know, so. No, that's, ooh, that was a good one. I like that. I like that one a lot. 
Hey man, that's but, my granddad in me. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 I gotta, I gotta make things a little tough because I mean, you already talked about currency. I heard June. I heard um, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Who, who's in your top three? Yeah, <laughs> I need. I'm, I'm going top three artists. I know top and th- top three producers. Okay, top three artists. Mmm. I gotta put Wale up there. Off rip. I love mm-hmm. Wale. Um. Okay, I like that one. He I does like not, that one. He, so here's the thing, bro. He, and like when you think about the DMV and you think about rappers, who do you think about? I don't know rappers' locations. I ain't gonna lie to you. Wale. But I'm, I look, I'm assuming the answer is Wale. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I he had said, to guess, I'm assuming the answer is Wale. He said context clues would uh, tell me. I'm going to say who else is in that area? Logic? Is he in that, that area? Yeah, he's from the DMV. But. Yeah, but that's... I, I see you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. too many. But, but okay, yeah. so so but, but I understand what you're saying for yeah, for our rap yeah, yeah. heads that's really right, right. That, that so so Wale is like he's that nigga from the DMV. Like when you think about like when you think about New York rappers, just name one New York rapper. Off the top of your head. I could I didn't want to say the one that just that just popped up. Just, just pop just, just name it. <laughs> my first nigga that popped to my head was A Boogie. And the reason A Boogie is because at the beginning when he dropped, I believe Artist mm-hmm. was the one. I really loved that album like a lot. Everything after that. And he said, no comment. No comment. That no said, no comment. <laughs> Nas, Jigga. Um, but oh. Wale, top three for sure. Um, Damn. If I had to... I'm gonna put Kendrick in there. Yeah, K Dot. Um, and I gotta put Drake in there just because the niggas. The, I mean, the niggas been on a run since I was in fucking middle school. The niggas running cross country at this point. Like what? Like what the? So, <laughs> like, like, bro, I'm the the niggas been on it. Like, am I lying? No. The niggas been on a run since I was in middle school. I'm a grown ass man paying my own bills, and the nigga can still drop right now and shut the shut the down and do equal numbers. Like bro, it was he, like we were back in middle school. Like, bro, if not better. If I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it, he's fine. Why, man? He just getting better with time. He gets better with time. <laughs> he get better with he time. He gets better with time, bro. And, and so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now top three producers. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. I would say because we got to know where this inspiration came from for you to create what you create. I got to say, yay, off rip. Of course. Yay. But I'm surprised he wasn't your top artist. Um, I was, just, I was, just, just, just only, uh, only because, man. Uh, he ain't the when old it, Kanye. Let's, let's be bro. When it comes to <laughs> when it comes to music, I, I, I have what I, I have what I call Janet Jackson syndrome. What have you done for me? Lately. lately you know what i'm saying like wale he didn't gave me some good shit lately kendrick he didn't gave me some well, hey when that nigga said kanye might have changed his life but me i'm still an old school gemini i said nigga yes talk that gemini shit kendrick let these niggas know you a fucking gemini and tell them to stop disrespecting gemini oh i hate gemini oh gemini's are so crazy don't ever they listen to no kendrick. Don't, don't ever listen to no kendrick ever again in your fucking life then 
I'm sorry, bro. I just I, he just went on a tangent. I, I think that was personal. That it was, very, bro. That looked very personal it right was, there. People be hating Geminis for no reason. I, I mean, you know I know, bro. I, they be like, when's your birthday? I'm like, what you say? Let me let me chant that. Well, you know, you know, you in trouble when they get the phone out. You can be like, you know what? I think I should just walk away from this conversation. Bro, my, my 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 question, just in general, just I just I'm like I'm I just I'll ask them straight out. How do you feel about Gemini's? You think we crazy, bro? I I, I just <laughs> you I just ask them straight out. How do you feel about Gemini's? Like I'm sorry to throw you on the bus. It's just really them June ones. That's that's really the crazy one. These are the main ones. We good. I promise you. That nigga said I just get to throw it. <laughs> you know it's crazy. I didn't say she was the major. I didn't say she was the major. I said, I said, I said, hey, that's the major. You said, that's Jewish. Like, it's hard out here, man. It's, it's hard, hard out here. here, man. It's hard out here. But producers. But, um, producers. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Got to throw yay in there. Um, if we're, if I'm, if I'm sticking with my Janet Jackson syndrome, top three, um, I got to go Alchemist. Um, that nigga's fucking goaded. I don't know if you what's, listen. To, I would say, what's some of the recent stuff that he's worked on? You listen to Gibbs, right? Freddie Gibbs? Yeah. Did you listen to Alfredo? Oh, yes. He produced that whole thing. Ah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Nigga. Okay. Woo! Alchemist. So, he produces a lot for a Spitter. I don't know if you listen to Baldy James. Uh, No, that's bro who, uh, well, he came out with like the Pimpin' song, correct? I believe no, no, no. I'm thinking mm -mm. of somebody else. Mm -mm. He was on Friday Night Cipher with, with Big Sean. He raps about crack a lot. He signed to Griselda. He signed to Griselda. Okay. I, I'll say that. I'll say it. he signed to Griselda. He's he's hard as fuck. If you if you don't listen to Boldy, check out Boldy. He's nice. Um. So got yay. yay Alchemist. Oh God, man! I'm trying to think of producers. Ooh, 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 ooh! I gotta go with um. You see, right now it's so crazy. It's a toss up between you. You, you want me to tell you who's one? So okay, okay, okay. No, I'm playing. I'm okay, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna take out. I'm gonna take out. Um, I'm gonna take out Alchemist. Okay. Take out Alchemist. I love Alchemist, but I gotta put these two in there. So I'll go Yay, and I'm gonna go Timbo and Pharrell. Off rip. Solid. Just yes. off rip. Because Timbo, the, the thing about Timbo, bro, so if you've heard, um, um, what is the name of that Justin Timberlake song with Beyonce? Uh, me and my brother were just talking about this like two nights ago. Until the end of time. End of time. time. So, yeah. so that drum pattern, nigga. That is a drum pattern that that nigga made back in 1996 for a song called uh, Cheers to You by Player. So it's cheers to you. So nigga, that nigga has just been resampling. So he's used that same fuck and it's been hit after hit after classic hit. Classic after classic. Nigga. Mama said if it's broke, don't fix it. Come on. Genius. So Timbo and then Pharrell. That nigga just died. I don't... He, he just doesn't miss to me. Like, like he does. I don't think the nigga makes bad music. Like all the shit the nigga. I see you tweet that, bro. You said he he doesn't have no bad music. Him. So I I loved you you brothers yeah. tweet because I remember the tweet. Uh -huh. It was Sauce Walker and Pharrell, two complete opposite ends of the musical spectrum, and those niggas do not 
have a bad song. I know you're looking at me right now, but you listen, Honda Cruising, Texas influenced. I love that Texas shit. That nigga Sauce Walker, he raps his ass off, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god. Shout out to um um uh GQ. GQ yeah, for, yeah. For, for for bringing sauce, sauce to the Sauce me up, GQ. For, for, shout out to Sauce me up, sauce GQ me up. for 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 bringing Sauce Walker to the state, to the city. Really, you know what I'm saying, and just just having him tap in and letting him, you know, know there's people out here that fuck with him for real. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, sauce. Uh, if you see this, you know it, it's crazy, bro. Cause one time he um he he sent me and I I'm gonna see if I'm gonna see if I'm gonna see if I still got it, bro. He sent me something on uh he he sent me something on IG, bro. He sent me a message on IG. He said your shit hard. I was like I appreciate it. I was like, I, now again, I don't know if you know his shit have got hacked or whatever, but like, he said, I don't know, know. Right, I can't right, be too confident right, right. in that but, response. But like, so shout out to Sauce because like that shit, you know, it, that means it, a lot. It bro, it means a definitely, it keeps, it definitely keeps, it keeps a lot. the pulse. You know what I'm saying? Keeps like sometimes pulse, we we doing as entrepreneurs or people who's chasing like these really lavish and great goals. Sometimes we CPR, CPR in ourselves Bruh. just to stay alive, just to keep pushing, just mm-hmm. to keep driving. So to hear someone that has reached a success level that we want we want to reach at at some point, like it yeah. makes it means I it's priceless, bro. Priceless, man. Priceless, priceless. But yeah, so Pharrell, Pharrell, he he's um like hip hop. Now, nigga, this statistic. And, and I can't remember what year it was, but it it was one year. They said if you turned on the radio, at least sixty percent of the songs on the radio were produced by the Neptunes. The Neptunes is a production duo of Chad Hugo and Pharrell. That means if you hear, that means in a day, if you hear twelve songs on the radio, nigga, I've produced nine of them shits. <laughs> like Nick, like like bro what that's ghost status and so like that it, it inspires me as someone who loves all types of music right like mm-hmm. I, I love pop i love uh you know hip-hop i love r&b it's it's, it's a, a a little bit of rock you know a couple of rock artists that i rock with country is the one that <laughs> i'm trying to get into only because we got to realize that all music is black music let's start there all music is black music you know, like country, rock and roll, like Chuck Berry yes. was rock and roll. You know yes. what I'm saying? So like all music is black music. So I'm trying to get into listening to all different types of music. But country is the one I'm still kind of lagging. Said, lagging. Ah, I'm lagging behind just a little bit. It's a couple of country songs. They come on. Though. Like Tennessee Whiskey. Whew, that motherfucker go crazy. Hey man, all I know is all my exes live in Texas. That that that, you that, see, that, that always gets placed with me. I don't even I don't even know that one. I got all my, my exes, exes live in Texas. Texas. The George Strait. You ain't yeah. played GTA San Andreas. You ain't, they ain't never turned on the radio. Now listen, man. When I was younger, bro, I, I was I wasn't I wasn't able to uh I wasn't able to to play rated M games, bro. I, I my my older brother he he probably go see this. He would, he would definitely did not want me playing that game. I definitely did play that game. Bro, listen, I remember one time. <laughs> I remember to keep it 50, 50. 50, I remember one time I was on, um, I was in GameStop, bro. And this was when like, like my parents weren't buy, my parents wouldn't buy me no ready them games. I was on the phone with my, uh, with my nigga Dion, other Dion. Cartel you. Cartel, my, my nigga Cartel you. <laughs> <laughs> Cartel B. You, 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 you remember this fucking, uh, what was Quarter Agnew? Man. Yeah. That was the Latin teacher. Man, fucking. Oh my that. gosh. God, I hated that bitch. Okay, anywho. Um, 
I remember I was on the phone with this nigga, and so I I, uh, I had picked up Hitman. It was a Ready Them game, mm-hmm. and so it was this it was this random black dude standing next to me. So I told Dion, I said, "Bro, I want to ask this dude standing next to me to pretend to be my dad so I can get this game." I guess he heard me. <laughs> nigga looked at me, said, "Come on." I said, "Bro, <laughs> bro nigga walked up there." <laughs> And the, the cashier was like, is it okay if he gets this game? He's like, yeah. So I got the motherfucker paid for it, nigga. Walked out, nigga. I got, out, nigga, I got, got my shit. I was gone. So shout out to the, the, the random black dude that <laughs> <laughs> helped me purchase that rated M game. It was Bro, a great time. That is funny. So this conversation we done had has went basically all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. Like, which is great. Like, I'm I'm just bobbing, just chilling. Oh, yeah. Um, but an important thing that we we need to hear from you mm-hmm. is what what are we what should we be expecting outside of you said lame correct mm-hmm. outside of that and also when should we expect that as well? <sighs> Man, um, I wanna I don't want to put a date on it yet. Can I get a season? A season <laughs> maybe. Maybe maybe around like fall and winter, cause you know you, you gotta you gotta realize summertime is when I'm off. That's when I'm able to really tap in and and you know work like I want to. But also I don't really like to rush things. Cause one thing I realized is music, uh, as, as the, the way that I intake music is, and the way that music affects me is is moments. So like there are certain songs that will resonate with me based on where I am where I am in life at that point. Uh, yeah. And so like. I, I want to continue to live life and let life happen and let life inspire the music because that's the way that it's going to be as real as it can be. Like real you know, as, 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 as life inspires the music. And so I, I want it to be, you know, uh, maybe fall, um, you know, either fall or winter. I feel like that's that, that's that's kind of a good time to drop. Um, but but outside of lame, you know. Uh, I changed my name, or I will be changing my name to, uh, you dun, know. Dun, dun, dun. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta talk about that. Reveal, um, reveal, reveal. Talk um, about it. So, Edgewater Legend was the name, or is the name, quote unquote, that I'm still going by. Um, and that name came from just Edgewater is the you know name of the neighborhood that I grew up on, on the north side. And then Legend, you know, is I want to be legendary. Um, but I'm changing it to Taylor Latrey, which is my first name, my middle name, uh, mainly because, you know, I want everything that I do to be for me, right? Like every mm-hmm. flavor that I give, everything that I put my name on, I want it to be my name, right? I want to stand 10 toes on everything that I do, um, you know, and also I like Edgewater Legend is cool, you mm-hmm. know, it, it was unique, you know, the, yes, the, the, the way that it was spelled, I was the one and only um, out there, you know, there are plenty of tailors, um, but um, it, I I didn't really want to rep, you know, Edgewater like that, you know. what I'm saying it's <laughs> not. I, I, I fuck with you, but yeah, I don't I fuck really with, fuck right? with like, you. Like like my family, <laughs> my, my family's the only black family on that street. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. it's not it's not you know it's not my people. It's not you know it's not really it's not really me. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to I wanted to rep something that was that was me i wanted me to be me especially with lame you know living as myself every day i feel like the best way to do that is to you know be myself be taylor so you know what i'm saying my mama named me taylor so i'm gonna go by taylor you know yeah. what i'm saying so i mean we talked about it before we got on the podcast mm-hmm. we talked about sid carter because i believe he was speaking to um uh daquan i don't know if you know daquan mm-hmm. yep, um yep. but they were on an instagram live and one thing he said he kind of hates that he named, you know, his his rap name is Sid Carter. 
because it's like there's no separation yeah. between the artist and just the person. Yeah. Now that you're going Taylor Latrey, is that something that you might feel, or what are your thoughts um, on that? Just yeah, the I, comment. I I, I I had thought about that, and I think that's one of the reasons that I'm changing. You know, what I'm saying the name is because I don't I don't necessarily want there to be any separation. You know, like I don't I don't I, I don't am wanna, the brand. The brand is me. The brand is <laughs> me. I am the brand. You know, what I'm saying, bitch, I am the brand. Shout out to Denise Yeah, Shea, shout you know out, what I'm shout saying? out. And so it's like. Like, like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna hide behind some moniker. Like I want it to be, I want I do want everything to be connected to me. Like when I like, you know what I'm saying, when I'm out here in the community giving back, doing what I do, or when I'm out here, you know, like doing whatever it is that I do, like I want you to see that it is Taylor Latrey. It is it, it is me. You know, like it is it's real and authentic. But I, I, I can see that though, you know, especially mm-hmm. seeing it in this in this in this day and age. Not even just just, just this day and age, but like just at, for as long as you know entertainment has been a thing it's hard for people in general to separate the entertainer and the person even when we look at sports right and you look at people sitting on the sidelines you know cussing out cussing out you know the players and stuff like that yeah. talking to them calling them niggers and shit like that's like bro I'm a human dog. I'm still a person at the end of the day. Right. You know, and I'm I'm right now as a person, I'm at work. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? Like, like if I came into your fucking office building, your corner office, and started fucking yelling at you and throwing shit, you would look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Like, and so yeah, I get that. It is hard for people, you know, to 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 separate, you know, that 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 entity and that entertainment that, you know, from, you know. So I, I I get that. Uh, I, I do get that, but that's that's something that I want. I want to be attached to everything that I do. You know, it's me. Now, the most important question, mm-hmm. because there's no reason to do this if there's no end goal. Mm-hmm. What does success look like to you? Honestly, success looks like to me, I, I'll say this right now, I make $40,000 a year, right? 25 years old is the most money I've ever made in my life. I'm grateful, right? If I could wake up, tomorrow and make $40,000 a year making music or making beats, that's success, right? Success to me is waking up, right? Success, honestly, I'm successful right now, right? I I wake up and I get to go to a job that I actually love. I want to be there. I actually enjoy being at work. Is it hard? Is it stressful times? Yeah. But like, is it a job that I absolutely hate going to? No. You know, it's people out there that wake up and have to go to a job they hate, because they, you know, niggas got to pay the bills and got to do what they got to do. So I, I feel successful right now. So you know? that's crazy because your success is not attached to the degree you got. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, the degree, even was, though the degree was something that you like, I needed to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, the, the 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 degree was nothing but a vehicle to get me to to, to the success. Talk you know. To like that, that that's all it was the, the the degree was the the vehicle every everything that we have in this life that we have at our disposal to use is a vehicle to get to where we need to be you know the most powerful vehicle being our mind you know what i'm saying so like it the you know it was it was, it was just a, a a tool that i needed to to help continuously build right and, and success is never I, I wish there was a there, there was an s word that that meant final, so that I can have some alliteration. Here's the English teacher I'm gonna have some alliteration. <laughs> you stressing yourself a little bit too I much know, for that. I know. But six, go ahead. <laughs> six, six, success is never is never final, right? Success is always evolving, you know. Um, so success is never stagnant. Come on, man. You the teacher. Come it's on, the Gemini man. man. 
Success is never stagnant, right? So, so, so success is going to look different as you, different things happen, right? So as we grow and as we have kids, success will then look different, you know, for, for what our family life looks like. And let's say we change careers, right? Now success looks different. So su success is never stagnant. God damn it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna send you a royal. I'm. 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 I'm no, I'm, no, I'm no, no. There is no. Bro. There is no royalty fee because I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm gonna yeah, write that down. That. I'm gonna wrap it. I'm gonna send you. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take that. It. I'll take it. Now, the last question I want to ask you mm -hmm. before we get out of here: mm -hmm. What are three keys you would give to people that are trying to, you know, pursue what you're pursuing? Man, um, be yourself. You know, like it's 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 hard. It's not easy to be yourself, but it's rewarding. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you at the end of the day, when you have to deal with yourself, because at the end of the day, you're the only one that has to deal with you, no matter who's around you. Right? Even if I'm laying in the bed next to somebody, I still am the only one that has to deal with my thoughts. Right. So it's it's easier in the long run to just be yourself because you don't have to worry about, you know, why people dislike you mm -hmm. or whether or not they like you for who you are you know what i'm saying because you 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 put out you you know what i'm saying like so just just be yourself second thing um stay consistent that's one thing i wish i would have done stay consistent you know like if i if i had never i honestly truly know and believe i would would be a whole lot further ahead or I don't want to say more popular, but I'd be, I'd be more, you have a bigger buzz, a, a bigger buzz. There we go. If I, if I had stayed consistent and kept putting out music and projects and things that sort over the course of, you know, my college career. So stay consistent. Um, and Remain humble, you know, like recognize that you are great and that you can do great things and that there's greatness inside of you. You know, I say, uh, yep. give, give y'all some, give y'all some, some unreleased bars. You know what I'm saying? Just hold yourself down and don't focus too much on keeping up. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm. it's, Stop it. Hey, listen, man. Stop it. I hey, mean, listen. those are your three keys, but if that's how you go in, can we get a quick freestyle? Hey, there's a little, little, little something slight, little something let me, slight. Let me hear a couple bars real quick. Little something give, slight. Give, give the podcast listener something to go out to. Okay, hold on. We, we, we got, because I'm, I'm going to be on the table. I'm going to blow the candle out so we don't burn <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Only uh, on middle of the map uh, podcast. Yeah. Look, 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 look. I with my with my bro, ghost the host, and yeah. you know that we trying to do the most, and we trying to get this bread, turn it into toast. Yeah. And you know that I'm trying to see the coast yeah. from coast to coast. I'm trying to go to the show, yeah. the show, and she trying to show all of the dough, and I'm trying to go on to the flow. Like all right that's all we got man <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this episode taylor man thank you hey, i thank appreciate you, you taking me, the time out your day to do this man thank this you, is like i thought coming into this this was definitely a classic episode thank you. we're looking at almost a, a two-hour episode so this is probably gonna have like four parts because using my episodes are 30 minutes so yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I just went with the vibe because you know we live in an age where content is king. Man. So Man. and I, that'll be one of my tips for people. Um, even if you're an introvert, like I'm kind of in between sometimes. Mm-hmm. It really depends. Create as much content as you can. That's what I need. While you can. That's what I need. That way, when you on you're having a slump period, you just post. You just repurpose the content you Mm -hmm. already made. That's 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 what I need to go. You see this mug right here, man. I need to get on creating content, bro. But with that being said, Taylor, before we get out of here, I just thought about this. Can we get some socials where people can follow you? Yes, yes. Um, for now, for now. They are everywhere. E D G W T R L G N D. I am Edgewater Legend. The artist formerly known as Edgewater Legend. Uh, yes, sir. The one and only uh Taylor Latrey. Um, yeah. And we're out. And thank you, Taylor, for taking the time out your day to do that interview. Thank you for everybody who listened to this episode. And a special thanks to everyone who listened to all three parts. It was definitely a good episode. Lots of laughs. You know, you can tell I I really had a lot of fun doing that episode. And I'm going to have a lot of fun with this next episode that's going to come up in two weeks. So go ahead and mark your calendars two weeks from here, from this day, March 25th. Two weeks from March 25th. Okay? Okay? Mark them calendars. I'm coming back with another banger, another one-on-one, another classic, another Oklahoma entrepreneur. So until then, go ahead and like, subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Dion, D-E-I-O-N underscore Harrison. 